Hello again, I'm Trip Rogers, and this is Trip's Take. First, let's go to the movies. Had a chance to see Jurassic World Dominion on the big screen in IMAX, and I have to tell you, the movie was a fitting end to what has become a great series of movies. And the thing I loved about this movie was the fact they went back all the way to their roots in Jurassic Park, and they brought back Sam Neill and Laura Dern. And also, there were a couple of Easter eggs that you really had to catch. If you are a fan of the first Jurassic Park movie, uh, you will enjoy those little Easter eggs. I don't want to give it away because, again, if you haven't seen the movie and want to see the movie, I, I, I hope you will. My only problem with it was I saw it in IMAX, and I was very disappointed at some of the special effects uh, it, it just didn't work and it looked like it, it didn't look as good as Top Gun Maverick did in IMAX. But that having been said, I think the, the story really advanced itself. They told a lot of the backstory and they, they explained a little more about how Maisie came to be and it added a lot. And, and again, the two movies or two movie series were kind of merged. And everybody knew everybody else. And I just, I thought it was a really nice homage to that early Jurassic Park movie. And um, again, if you're a fan of that, I would recommend you see this. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt were, were great. I mean, I, I, I can't deny there was chemistry between them. And it was a lot more of a physical movie this time for Bryce Dallas Howard and, and one of the things I did notice is she had gained a little bit of weight during this movie, but of course, after seeing what she went through in the stunts, I know she didn't do her own stunts, but I, I think there's a reason for that because every time you turn around, she's going rough and tumble and she was not the prim and proper somewhat uh, park executive that we saw her in the first one. Again, I do recommend it if you're a fan of the Jurassic Park and the Jurassic World series. Uh, but it is not the be-all, end-all. And it again, the way I view a movie is if I want to go back and see it again, and, and I'll watch it on TV, but I won't go back and see it. Whereas Top Gun Maverick, I went back and saw in a theater once again because, well, again, I enjoyed that movie a lot. It'll be interesting to see how Jurassic World Dominion does as we now get into the uh, you know meat of the summer movie season. Although... Uh, the news headline from this past weekend was the fact that Jurassic World beat Lightyear, the Disney Pixar story that they thought would be very good. Of course, it's based on the Toy Story series and that kind of thing. And it did not do as well as people thought. And so Disney executives are scratching their heads on this one. Uh, again, it, it goes along with the Toy Story series. Not seen it yet. Uh, it is a it is a, a, a cartoon though. Uh, of course, there was some backlash uh, in recently talking about the fact that Tim Allen did not voice Lightyear. I, again, I, I didn't really think that was a detriment to it. Looking forward to seeing it, but just a question of when. And of course, this weekend the new Elvis movie is in theaters. Nothing but good buzz about it. Tom Hanks is, of course, Colonel Tom Parker. And it is told pretty much from his story. And they cover Elvis. And I think the irony, I said this the other day on the air on WTRSradio.com, that Elvis has been dead now for more years than he was alive. And his legend just continues to grow and grow. And, and I think that is just wonderful. 
So it'll be interesting to see how this new movie does. And of course, the Minions uh, Despicable Me series will continue. That's next weekend in movie theaters. We'll see how that uh, tracks in terms of the summer movie season. And again, a lot of movies coming out as summer movie season is back in force. Uh, again, after a two-year hiatus because of COVID. Let's move on to TV now. I've talked about it before, but I finally finished up The Offer, which was the series that Paramount Plus did on the making of The Godfather. And I got to tell you, it was, as a Godfather movie fan, if you are, you got to see this miniseries. It really brings to light a lot of what they went through. Based on the recollections of Albert Ruddy, who, of course, has become... A, a big producer in Hollywood. He won an Oscar for that movie. That was the first movie he really produced, second movie he really produced. And it, it's just, like I said, some of the inside little tidbits were really, really fascinating. And I, I just think it was a very well done production by Paramount Plus. And it was a good tip of the hat to The Godfather, which of course this year celebrates its 50th anniversary of its release. And one of the things about The Godfather that they point out in this movie is that they really changed how movies were marketed. And that was the first one with a big release over many theaters. And, you know, the, the, the trick, there was a trickle theory where they would premiere a movie in the big cities and then it would go to your local cinemas a couple of weeks after up until that time. And of course a big hit would, would play, but now they tried for a wide release and they had a number of peoples. And that was the way that the Godfather, among other things, changed the way movies were done. It, of course, became the first movie sequel to win Best Picture uh, and, and, and make it both the original and then the uh, sequel winning Best Picture. And, of course, it garnered a, garnered a number of awards and, of course, established the career of Francis Ford Coppola. Like I said, I do recommend it if you're a fan of the Godfather series. That's going to wrap up this edition of Trips Take for June the 23rd, 2020. Love to hear your comments and questions about this podcast. Just email tripstake at gmail.com. Don't forget, fantasy football season will be here before we know it. Be on the lookout for my other podcast, The Fantasy Sultans, with my buddy Mike Check. You can find it on the same spots you find Trips Take, Anchor, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Another podcast host. Hey, if you like the music of the 60s, 70s, and 80s, you want to tune in to WTRS Radio, powered by Live365.com. Join me again next week. For now, I'm Trip Rogers. Thanks for listening. Make it a great one.